0: This is a Squeeze podcast, where your shortcut to being informed.
1: Good morning. This is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Sam Ferris.
0: And I'm Lucy Walken. It's Friday, the 25th of March.
1: In your Sport Today, the Socceroos World Cup hopes take a hit. The Super Netball season starts this weekend. An exciting finish in the third test in Pakistan and a new sports doco to watch out for. This is your Sports Today. Kicking off today's show are the Socceroos. They lost 2-0 last night to Japan in Sydney. And that loss means they can no longer automatically qualify for the FIFA Men's World Cup later this year in Qatar. Loose take us through it.
0: Well, as we've spoken about this week, the Socceroos had a handful of their best players unavailable because of injury and illness. Despite all that, they looked like they scored the first goal from a corner in the 25th minute, but the video assistant referee ruled there was a foul on Japan's goalkeeper, so it was overturned. It was nil all at halftime, but Japan were the dominant team. They regularly troubled Australia's goal, and in the 89th minute substitute, Kauru Mitoma scored, and then he did again five minutes later. It was Japan's first win in Australia since 1998 and the Aussies now haven't beaten Japan since 2009.
1: Yeah, it was always going to be tough for Australia with all those players out. Uh, So what's next for the Aussies? They've got a match against Saudi Arabia next week.
0: Yeah, Saudi Arabia away from home in Jeddah. But that match is kind of redundant because Australia will finish third in Group B in Asia, regardless of the result. So to qualify for the World Cup in Qatar, the Aussies now must beat the third place team in Group A, which could be one of the UAE, Lebanon, Syria or Iraq. That match will be played in... Doha in June. If they win that, they then have to beat the team that finishes fifth in the South American Conference. At the moment, that's Peru, the team that beat the Socceroos 2-0 at the last World Cup in Russia. If all that sounds familiar, it's because it's the same path Australia took to make the World Cup in 2018. So they can do it, but it'll be tough.
1: Yep, but loose Aussies love being the underdogs. Uh, Australia's next match, as we said, is against Saudi Arabia next Wednesday morning. And by then, we'll know who they'll play in that 3rd place playoff. In the last few weeks, we've seen the men's footy codes return. Now it's time for Super Netball. The 2022 season starts this weekend. And loose, it's got a bit of old and a bit of new about it.
0: Yeah, it's the same eight clubs, but there are new players all over the shop after a pretty crazy off-season of player movement. The New South Wales Swifts won the comp last year, and they'll be one of the favourites to win it again. But the West Coast Fever and Melbourne Vixens are also widely tipped to challenge them. For the first time, Foxtel and KO will be showing each match live, and two matches a week will be available as KO freebies, so you don't have to pay. But looking at the big picture, this is a really important season for Australia's players ahead of the Commonwealth Games in July and August over in the UK.
1: Yeah, the Aussies will be trying to win the Commonwealth Games gold after losing to England in the final four years ago on the Gold Coast. The Super Netball season starts tomorrow with the Thunderbirds against the Magpies. Then it's a grand final rematch between the Giants and the Swifts. I'll put a link to the full schedule in the episode notes. Uh, Today's trivia question brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile. Which team has won the most Super Netball titles? Luce, give us a clue on this Friday.
0: My clue today is that they are both East Coast teams.
1: Another big clue there, Luce, there's more than one. Uh, Find out the answer at the end of the show. Let's talk some cricket now because we've been following the third test between Australia and Pakistan in Lahore all week. Uh, Usman Khawaja scored another century yesterday but loose. A bold declaration by Aussie skipper Pat Cummins has set up an exciting finish.
0: Yeah, it's all come down to the final day again in Pakistan. And as you said, Usman Khawaja scored his second century of the tour. He finished on 104, not out, and has scored four centuries since coming back into the team in January. Cummins declared Australia's second innings at three for 227 after tea, which set Pakistan a target of 351 from 121 overs. No team has chased down more than 210 to win a test in Lahore, but Pakistan have made made a pretty good start. then none for 73 at stumps. Australia could have had a wicket in the last over of the day. Steve Smith dropped a difficult catch at first slip from the bowling of leg spinner Manus Labashane.
1: Loose, it's going to be a nerve-wracking final day for sure. Pakistan need 278 runs to win. Australia need those 10 wickets. Play resumes at 4pm Australian Eastern Daylight Time. Before that, the Aussie women's side plays Bangladesh in New Zealand at the Women's World Cup. The Aussies have already locked up top spot on the table ahead of the semis next week. That match starts at 9am Australian Eastern Daylight Time. Both games are available on Foxtel and KO. The weather in Sydney isn't great right now, Luce, but not too many people at the SCG tonight will care if it rains goals. Uh, that's because the Swans are taking on the Cats and loose. This could be the night Lance Franklin kicks goal number 1,000.
0: Yeah, it was a bit of a false start last week when he kicked just one goal against GWS. My gut says he was waiting to kick them at the SCG. (laughs) So that means he needs four goals tonight to become the sixth player in VFL AFL history to kick 1,000. Franklin averages a bit more than two goals per game against Geelong, so there's a chance we might have to wait another week. But if he does reach the milestone tonight, then you can expect some pretty wild scenes because fans are expected to run onto the ground whenever it happens.
1: There are reports the AFL will pause the game for 20 minutes when he kicks his 1,000th goal. Uh, Luce, if you were there, would you run on the field?
0: 100% I would be running onto the field. <laughs>
1: yeah, me too. That match starts at 7.50pm Australian Eastern Daylight Time tonight. It goes without saying this is a monster weekend of sport, particularly women's sport, with a few competitions right at the business end. We're talking basketball, Aussie rules, and none more so than football with the final of the A-League women on Sunday. Lou, set this one up for us.
0: Well, this is literally a grand final rematch from last year. It's Sydney FC playing Melbourne Victory. Last year, the victory won 1-0 with a goal by Kyra Cooney Cross from the corner in the 120th minute. Sydney FC going to the final as favourites. They finished on top of the table with eleven wins and one loss this season. Victory, they scraped into fourth spot on goal difference and have beaten Adelaide and Melbourne City to make the final. The game kicks off at 4 p.m. Australian Eastern at Daylight Time on Sunday at Cogra in Sydney. Watch it on Ten Bold and Paramount Plus.
1: I've already locked it in loose. Uh, we've also got the semi finals of the WNBL. The Perth Lynx won their first match against the UC Capitals last night. The Boomers and Lightning play in the other semi final. Uh, those are best of three. And after COVID pushed it back a week, the Pies and Lions will play in their AFLW elimination final on Sunday, with the winner to play the Demons at the MCG, which will be the first ever AFLW game at the G. Sports docos are all the rage these days. Think drive to survive, the test, the last dance, Uh, there's heaps. Uh, Well, we found out yesterday that there's going to be a new one following the NRL's newest club, the Dolphins. Luce, what are the details?
0: Well, what we know is that it's going to be called Dawn of the Dolphins, and it's going to follow the new NRL team before they join the comp next year. Fair to say veteran coach Wayne Bennett is going to feature pretty heavily in this as he tries to sign players. Now, technically, the Dolphins aren't based anywhere specifically, so expect to see them spend a fair bit of time in Queensland cities like Brisbane, Redcliffe and Rockhampton.
1: Yeah, I was kind of hoping to see Clint Eastwood play Wayne Bennett, but I don't think that's <laughs> happening. I think he's playing himself. Uh, now, if you listened earlier in the week, you'll remember our story about Nick Kyrgios and Ben Stiller. Uh, I asked for some suggestions about what their movie would be called if they teamed up. Uh, we've had some great responses. Uh, the Secret Life of Volta Mitty, <laughs> The Royal Tennis Bombs," "Serverance," <laughs> and simply Tennis Ball. I think that's a play on dodgeball. Um, thanks to those who submitted their entries i don't think any of these mm. movies are going to get made loose
0: yeah i think there may be a few good ideas there but not get the green light
1: <laughs> let's finish the week with the answer to today's trivia question brought to you by sportsmate mobile which team has won the most super netball titles loose who is it
0: Yet yeah, two teams, East Coast teams, the New South Wales Swifts and the Sunshine Coast Lightning.
1: Yep, they've won two titles each. The Swifts going for back to back titles in 2022. All right, that's it for us this week on Sport Today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Enjoy a huge weekend of sports and we'll catch you again on Monday.